Good day, ladies and gents. I'm Professor T, and welcome to another edition of The Business Startup Journey. Our business owners and entrepreneurs are actively learning how to start a business with little or no money and no experience. I'd like to invite all of our listeners to subscribe to our podcast channel for weekly episodes. I would also like to encourage you to visit professort.montfichet.com and download our study guides. The website is listed in the channel. The study guides will be uploaded weekly and will reflect our podcast series. It's also important that you obtain your free personalized business portfolio by subscribing at the bottom of our page at professort.montfichet.com. This will give you access to the documents needed to develop and build your personalized business portfolio. Okay, team. As always, let's get started and let's get ready to rock and roll. Hey guys, it's me, Professor T, and thank you, thank you guys for joining us for another episode of the Business Startup Journey. I am enthusiastic and excited to have you all listening and developing your business. Um, if you haven't done, all, so, done so already, go ahead and log on to professort.montfichet.com and subscribe with Professor T so you can obtain that business portfolio. And also make sure you have a copy of the free study guide that you're going to need so that we can also be successful in this course. So guys, today's topic is creating your ideal customer. Now that we're getting into the meat and bones of the studies, now is the time where we start really elaborating on where we're going to go and we're going to be creating that ideal customer. So the creation process, it provides you clarity and direction as to where you're going as a new company and as an entrepreneur. So now that we know it's going to provide us clarity, it answers a series of questions. And we have it listed on a study guide, but I just want to make sure that we talk about them all briefly. The first question is going to ask is, who are our customers? And it's going to define for us who our customers are and um, the different things that they're looking for. The next thing it's going to define is, what are our customers' goals? What are their goals for purchasing this, this product or service from us? And then the third option or question will be, where do, they, where do our customers obtain their information and entertainment? And because we're talking about a 2019 year, most of this information will be gathered and delivered online. So we need to find out where they in, obtain their information and entertainment online as well as offline. Then finally, we're going to answer a question. Um, why won't they be able to purchase um, the product or service that we're providing and what's preventing them from purchasing that? So these are a series of questions that's going to provide clarity once we're able to define and create that ideal customer. So to keep it very generic, I refer to our ideal customer as an ideal customer. I just feel that it's best for us to understand. But there are several different names for the ideal customer, and I want to just make sure that you're aware of them just in case if you hear them that you're able to identify and relate that to the ideal customer. So the first name that I wanted to introduce is called the customer avatar. 
The second is called the buyer persona. The third is the marketing persona. And the final and fourth is called the target audience. And remember that all four of these different names are referred to equally as the ideal customer. Now, ladies and gents, it's very important that you're creating this ideal customer on a separate sheet of paper, um, type it up to make it official and place it in your binder. Because once you have that clarity of who your ideal customer is, you'll be able to grow the other areas moving forward. But it's going to be very important that we get this groundbreaking task done first. Now, the format that we'll talk about in creating an art ideal customer will have five components. These five components are going to be the process to develop and understand who our ideal customer is. So let's dive right in and talk about those five components. The first of the five components is goals and values. So our goal will be to identify and really understand the goals and values. This will be the personal goals and the values that our customer, our ideal customer will hold. So we'll have to understand what goals do they hold in life? What personal values do they live by? And then once we're able to identify that, we'll be able to move on to product creation. So when we create our product or we're going through that whole process, uh, we have to understand the customer's goals and customer's goals. And we have to make sure that whatever we're developing, whatever product or service that we're creating, it needs to meet the customer's goals. Advertising is the second aspect to the goals and values because we have to be able to understand our ideal customer so that we can create ads and a sales strategy that's directly developed and made for them so we know exactly who they are and hey we're creating this just for you individually for that individual so now that we know that we have to create an advertising campaign that's directly for that ideal customer we have to now create the content so we need to understand what social media, podcasts, newsletters, and any other content does our customer use. Are our customers on Facebook? Are they on Instagram? Are they on Twitter? Are they using Pinterest? Are they still reading magazines? Um, any of those outlets, we have to understand the content outlets so that we can really dive into their goals and values. So now that we know where our customers are so, um, and where they're gaining their content from and where we're going to find their content, we're able to launch an email marketing campaign that's tailored and developed for that particular customer. So now we're able to take it a step further. But we can only do this if we're developing the foundation and the basis. The second part of the five components of an ideal customer is the sources of information. So the goal here is to find out where our ideal customer receives this information and the entertainment source, where they receive any form of entertainment and where do they get information about any and every subject. So now the next part is a series of questions, about three questions that we have to ask ourselves to be able to understand where our customer receives or our ideal customer receives his information 
and his entertainment. Um, and when you're asking these questions, we want to make it very specific. So at the end of the question, you're going to put this part that says, but no one else would. So you'll ask the question, and then at the end of it, you'll add, but no one else would. So the first part is, where would your ideal customer read daily? So what would your ideal customer read daily? And then at the end of that, you would put, but no one else would. So what would your ideal customer read daily that no one else would? The second question is, what conferences would my customer attend, but no one else would? Again, that's what conferences would my customer attend, but no one else would? And then third, what websites would my customer obtain information from, but no one else would? Again, that's what website would my customer obtain information from, but no one else would? The idea of answering these questions is so we have a better understanding of who our customer is and how we are going to attract them. And this is going to be great because once you're able to answer these questions, when it comes time to interact with that customer, you're going to already feel like you know whom that customer is. So part three of the five components of an ideal customer is demographics. So to better understand what demographics is, um, we're going to bring the customer to life by answering or asking the questions, the important demographic questions, and that'll give you an understanding of what demographics is. So again, these are all listed on your study guide, but you need to know the age of your customer, the gender of your customer, the marital status, where they live, their occupation, their income level, their education level. These are a series of questions, important information that you need to know about your customer. And this is why I was saying, once we answer these questions, you'll understand who they are. And it's almost like you've already met them before. So the idea is to get inside your customer's head and, and understand their ideas and who they are and what identifies them personally. And again, they're all on the, on the study guide. So, you know, you can grab that information and make notes on the study guide and move on from there. The fourth part of the five components of an ideal customer is the challenges and pain points. Now, this, this topic is exactly what it says. It's the challenges and pain points. What brings difficulty to customers and why they would need your product and what challenges that customer is facing, why they cannot purchase the product. If you understand those two questions, this will help your product and your service development. You'll be able to make sure that you're develop, developing the customer's product, especially for them. Understanding the challenges and pain points also helps in your ad creativity. So you'll be able to make advertisements that's geared specifically for them. And then finally, it's used to capture the, uh, the customer's attention. So now we know who they are, we know what they're all focused on, what their challenges are and their pain points are, and we can use that challenge and pain point in order to get their attention. So guys, those are the five components of your ideal customer, and they're important to understand because that's going to be the creativity or creation process of your ideal customer. 
So ladies and gents, I had worked for a company and I was a part of their team for a very long time. And that's where I developed my skill set of understanding the customer and creating advertisements for the customer. So I wanted to give you a little background story on that part and my connection with that particular customer. Um, so the customer I was, or sorry, not the customer, um, the client I was working with. So the business I was working with, they had decided to expand their business to another state. So they opened up the business in that state, but they did not fully understand whom their client was. So they felt and made the biggest mistake that a lot of companies do um, in the beginning. I want to target everyone. They didn't narrow it down. They didn't know specifically who their customer was. So the advertisement piece was not curtailed to the customer. So they were in business and operated for about five or six months. And then they realized what happens when you create a plan that's not curtailed for a, a specific customer. You start to decline in sales. So they started to realize that. So they flew me in to that particular um, business and they wanted me to really pay attention and, and really dig deep to see what was going on. And I immediately realized that the advertisement was so all over the place and it wasn't curtailed to that one particular customer. So because of that reason, no one was really taking the bait when they were advertising because it wasn't curtailed for one particular person. So then they tried to curtail it for everyone. And in return, it was curtailed for no one. So that's where the, the problem began. So I spent the weekend really digging into their sales, seeing what areas were selling, because I needed to work backwards. I needed to find out who their customer was, and I needed to do that through their sales ledgers. So I really paid attention to what was selling, what was not selling, and I paid attention to what price points were selling, and I really figured out whom their ideal customer was. So after I did, did that, I was able to create a marketing strategy for them. I won't go into specifics. I'm trying to keep uh, that particular company I work for anonymous. So we created a marketing platform for them. And push come to shove, it took them about six to eight months to make that turnaround because the customers they weren't attracting, we were trying to attract. And the customers that they, they did have, we were trying to regain them back as a client. So it took them to about six to eight months before they were back in the green, which is the positive area. So they realized at that point, hey, when we expand into other cities and into other areas, what happens is our ideal customer changes. And now that they understood that, they understood that there needed to be more research into the market, creating that target market and creating that ideal customer before they opened up for business. I was really excited that they were, made, they were able to make that turnaround and they were able to attract that customer. And, and I often tell people that's what brings me great joy when I'm able to see the changes a, a company makes and I'm able to be a part of that so that they can go down the right direction and be successful in their business. Preparing for objections. That's what I want to talk about next because it is inevitable. Every customer that you have is not going to be a faithful customer but we have to be prepared for objections. And in any arena that you're in, you always have to be prepared for a customer's objection.
And the first and foremost question that you'd have to prepare yourself for would be, why would, I, why would my ideal customer not want my offer? Why would they not want to buy my product? And we have to really understand that and dig that. And a lot of times when you're looking for the answer for that particular aspect, you might want to look into someone else's business and understand that. And, you know, you'll be able to lead and grow from that. And even when I was developing my platform now, I had to already understand why would my customers, and, and I'll tell you one of them, um, a lot of the reasons, I, you know, I'm pretty intelligent, I understand what I'm doing, but a lot of my customers, my, a lot of my customers won't see that. So my goal is to make them understand that, you know, I have that skill set or I have what you're looking for. And that's what I bring to the table. And and my personality allow, allows me to relate with them, but they won't know that unless they experience me. So that would be an objection right there off the bat. The second rationale for preparing for objections. Um, so you, you, the, the reason objection, guys, it's also important to be, be, to be ready and prepared to understand the objections, why customers have objections in the market, not only in your niche. Because if you can understand why they're objecting in your market, then you'll also be able to see why there's problems in your own personal uh, customers' objections. Ladies and gents, I understand that we are spending the time talking about creating your ideal customer, and I totally understand the importance of that. But the next part is really talking in terms of the value you provide to the industry. The value you provide to the industry is gonna solely depend on the value you provide to your product and service, okay? So again, the value you bring to the industry is going to depend on the value that you provide to your product and service. So this, this all depends on name building. So now that we're developing a name for ourselves, that's more valuable, you know, that to what you're bringing to the market than the product and service that you're bringing. Because people need to trust you. They need to trust that whatever service and product you're bringing to the market is going to be beneficial to their life. And once you present that and develop that, then your product is going to go in a great way. It's going to go in a very positive direction. And folks, your ideal customer is purchasing a solution or an outcome. So that solution or outcome that you're providing to the market is going to be long-lasting on their life. And they're going to remember that, and they're going to remember you. So guys, so that was our podcast on creating your ideal customer. And so I wanted you to understand now, now that we know the format, you know, we should have some clarity on who our customer is or who our customers are, what our customers' goals are, where do they obtain their information entertainment? And why won't they make a purchase or buy our solution or service? So now that we have clarity on that, we'll be able to push forth and understand our customer and know our customer. And then we'll be able to create whatever's necessary, whether it's our marketing plan, our content, our offer. All those areas that we're able to address now and create will be solely based off of what you're bringing to the table and how we are creating items for our customers. So guys, I, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of 
the business startup journey. And this episode was creating your ideal customer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And look ahead for the next podcast series, which is next week. And I'll see you then. And once again and always, guys, thank you for tuning in. And this is Professor T Approved.